0: Planning for your financial future is a lot like solving a puzzle. Sometimes it's simple, like a jigsaw puzzle. You have all the pieces and you just need to find out how they all fit together to reveal the solution. But sometimes, planning for retirement is more like a crossword puzzle. You don't even know the answers to some of the clues, let alone how they all fit together. Like, how much can I expect to get from Social Security? How much income do I need in retirement? Or how much risk is appropriate? That's why Certified Financial Planner Dan Capril is here to host Solving the Financial Puzzle. On today's show, we want you to learn more about finding the right answers to your financial questions and how those answers can fit together to bring you more peace of mind. So get ready. Solving the Financial Puzzle starts now. Thanks for joining us this
1: week on Solving the Financial Puzzle. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Dan Capril, who is your local wealth coach in Cincinnati, Dayton and all the surrounding communities. If you want to reach out to Dan and his team at Matson and Capril, you can always go online to quizdan.com. That's quizdan.com or give them a call at 844-QUIZ-DAN. Dan's a certified financial planner and the president of Matson and Capril. And Dan, thanks for being here this week. How are you, sir?
2: I'm doing really well. I'm excited. I'm going to go visit a client in Boulder, Colorado tomorrow. Well, I've that's going to be to... fun. Yeah, I've never been to Boulder. I've heard it's an absolutely beautiful city. And uh, that's one of the advantages of working with clients all over the country is um, you get to go where they go and you get to write it off. So uh, although this is really all business, I don't ski. So, um, but I'm excited because anytime I get to go to a new spot, it's, um, you know, it's always fun. So I fly into Denver tomorrow. I actually have a couple of other clients to go see while I'm out there, but I'm going specifically to see one in Boulder. So, but yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. How are you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing really well and uh, kind of excited for March Madness to be getting off the ground. I know this is one of your favorite parts of the year, too.
2: Oh, yeah. No, it's uh, great. My, uh, my Hawkeyes are peaking. They're going to have to win a few more in the Big Ten tournament. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's always a great time, especially here in the Cincinnati area. I mean, this is a big basketball town bordering uh, Kentucky, of course, and it's teams like UC and Xavier and, and University of Dayton. So, uh, big time, and I um, hope everybody's team progresses as far as they possibly can.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It'll be a lot of fun to watch over the next couple of weeks for sure. Well, we have a lot of good things to talk about on today's show. We'll talk about some of the universal retirement truths, kind of those things that, you know, no matter who you are or, you know, what you believe in the financial world, what your opinions are, there really are just some universal truths that we all kind of need to embrace. We'll cover what those are. We'll also talk about taking care of your family when you're putting together your financial plan, all the different considerations that might need to go into that. And is that refund that you? you get from the government when it comes to tax time really a good thing. Dan will talk to us about that on Tales from the Tax Side a little bit later on, and you might kind of be surprised at some of that information, a different way of kind of looking at things. All of that on today's agenda, but first we'll take some of your questions to kick off our show this week. If you want to submit a question to us, go to quizdan.com and just click on the button right there that says Quiz Dan, and we might feature your question on the show. Olivia in Clifton will get us started out this week. Dan and Olivia. Says, I started taking my Social Security as soon as I turned sixty-two, which was about two years ago. Was that a mistake? Should I have waited?
2: You know, Olivia, I get this question a lot. When is the right time to take it? And the answer is always, it depends. So, no, just just because you took it at sixty-two doesn't mean it was a mistake. I'm assuming you stopped working, because if you're still working and you make over, I guess roughly about fifteen thousand dollars a year, you will start to see your benefits get reduced. So if you're still working and you don't need the money, then I generally recommend not taking it early, let it continue to grow. Because what Livia is pointing out here is the fact that every year she would wait, the benefit grows by roughly 8%. And that That's true all the way until you reach age 70. Of course, you've got to live on something. Now, there's many different opinions on this. Here's my general rule of thumb. If you're going to stop working and you have no pension plan that's going to meet or other guaranteed income source that's going to meet all your needs. So in other words, you would be forced to tap into your savings. Then I would definitely recommend in most cases, you take the social security benefits as soon as you retire, because I'd rather you spend their money than spend your money. Social security for, I, I hate to put this put this way, but for lack of a better term it's a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> I mean, no, it really, I mean, if you think about it, what's the idea about a Ponzi scheme? You had a lot of people putting money in and you have a few people pulling money out. So you go to the 1930s when they created the system 42 workers for every person getting a check. Today, there's three. In about 10 years, there's only going to be two. I think less than 10 years. So the issue here is you've got to get your money back, and there's no guarantee you will actually make money on that. You can't leave your benefit to anybody. I mean, even if you're married, the best thing that happens is your spouse gets to keep the higher of the two checks, but the second check goes away. So, you know, given the fact we don't know how long we're going to live, I look at this a little bit differently than a lot of other advisors. A lot of advisors I know say, no, 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 postpone it as long as possible, live off of your own savings. I don't go for that simply because your savings have the chance to grow by a lot more over time. Yeah, I understand 8% a year is a lot, but understand it's the check, not 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 the total net worth um, that, that grows. And you can't leave the benefits to anybody. You pass away, you can leave your assets to anybody you want. So. Olivia, whether it was the right decision, the wrong decision for you, is, it's impossible for me to say that without looking at your entire situation. But what I w- will do want people to understand, though, is that when you file the benefit, that could alleviate the need for you to tap into your other savings. You're just going to have to weigh out the factors. If someone's going to continue to work, I'm going to recommend they defer the benefit. If their pension benefits meet all their needs, I'll probably recommend they defer the social security benefit. But if they're tapping into their savings, I might not. So you're just going to have to weigh it out. There's a lot of pros and cons. This is like so many things. Only if you knew the exact day you were going to die would you really be certain, you know, which was the right decision. So it's a hard one. But don't uh, don't beat yourself up too bad, Olivia. Um, You know, if you're not working right now, chances are you made the right decision.
1: The good thing uh, for maybe those of you who are approaching retirement, though, is that, you know, Dan, part of your planning process would be to analyze when's the right time to take Social Security. And, you know, if you're a couple of years away from that decision, don't make the decision. And I'm not picking on you, Olivia, but don't make the decision and then wonder, oh, can I, you know, learn from this, not necessarily mistake, but from this decision that was maybe made and now questions being asked. Flip that around. Ask the questions first.
2: absolutely. I mean, look, if you ever wonder, is there a time to have somebody study my situation situation and give me, you know, an objective opinion about what I should do. I mean, it's before you make these irrevocable decisions like filing your social security benefits. So, you know, Olivia, though, having said that, I mean, you know, feel free, give my office a call 844-QUIZ-DAN. I would be more than happy to sit down with you, talk to you get a feeling for what your situation is. This is really for any of our listeners out there. If you're facing this decision, you know, even on our website, we have a um, social security timing report that you can, uh, if you go to quizdan.com, it's free. Go ahead, put your information in there and we'll send you a timing report that'll show you what your options are, and what might be the optimal time for you.
1: Again, quizdan.com, the place to go to access lots of uh, very good resources like Dan just mentioned, also where you can submit questions, or you can always call Dan directly at 844 quizdan 844 quiz Jake in Fort Thomas has another question for us this week. Jake says, I'm looking for a conservative way to invest some money for about five years until my grandson starts college, then I want to help with tuition. The options I've considered are CDs, fixed annuities, and bond funds, Any advice on those choices, or maybe there are others I haven't considered? Jake, in the state of Kentucky,
2: as well as the state of Ohio, you have something which is known as a 529 plan. Now, 529 plans are specifically set up for post-high school education. And what you're able to do is you're able to put money in these accounts, you can get a deduction at the state income tax level, all the money grows tax-deferred, and if it's pulled out specifically for college education, it's tax-free. You can invest the money any way you want, and since your question was an investment question, generally what I recommend that you do is you go with one called the age-based funds, and what these are are funds as the child gets older, the funds become more and more conservative. You know, the problem with going 100% bonds or 100% cash is you know education is going to grow every year in cost. So if you're not going to at least try to get some rate of return, you're actually, your money is starting to shrink. So you know, my advice there is you know if you're in Ohio you can go to collegeadvantage.com if you're in Kentucky you can go to kysaves.com both of these websites will give you the information that you need. Now, very often, a lot of people will have questions about, you know, which accounts are right, et cetera. And again, the age-based accounts tend to work well. Certainly, if you want to give my office a call, I'll be more than happy to kind of talk you through it. Eight four four Quiz Dan is the number. Uh, I'll be more than happy to kind of give you the idea on, on how it, it's all set up. But in general, college funding is really best served, in my opinion, when we can get a decent rate of return and we don't pay tax. And unfortunately. Unfortunately, things like CDs, fixed annuities, bond funds, not only are you probably going to get a low rate of return, but it's going to get taxed. So you're going to have even less going forward. So be mindful of that. You know, the only time you know, I, I've seen situations where I've, I've seen advisors discourage the 529 plans, and I can't help but wonder if it's because they want to manage the money themselves. The 529 plans, the best ones, in my opinion, are the ones you work directly through the state plan. There's no advisor fee, and as a result, you can get a state tax deduction. If you go outside of that with a lot of them, not all, but not only is there advisor fee, you could lose the state deduction. So you know, KY Saves in Kentucky, collegeadvantage.com in Ohio, you know, take a look at those. I think those will be good options for you.
1: Absolutely. And it's another good question. Thank you, Jake, for that one. Let's squeeze in one more here, Dan, from Harrison. Harrison says, I can't get affordable life insurance because I have diabetes, and my wife is worried about what will happen to her financially if something happens to me. Do you have any suggestions?
2: Yes, Harrison. Do what I did. Get rid of that diabetes. Work out. Eat right. Now, I know that's easier said than done for some people. But I I feel your pain, Harrison, because I, too, have um, type two diabetes. Well, if you do my blood today, I'm pretty confident you would conclude I don't. But my doctor says once you are once you cross the line, you're stuck with the label. So, first of all, understand that um, affordability in life insurance varies by company. It varies by product. So, if you were just turned down or you were given a high rate by one carrier, don't view that as being uh, the end all. All right. Every carrier looks at things differently, and if um, if you're not certain what some of those carriers are, you call my office at eight four four quiz dan. I'll be more than happy to uh, talk you through some of the other carriers. Um, through our office, we represent a plethora of them. So, and then the other thing too is very often I'll hear people say. You know, life insurance is too expensive. And then I look at the type of product they're looking at. And life insurance products vary. So we have to understand that, you know, in your case, I'm assuming the situation here, Harrison, is that you're still working. And what you want to do is you want to replace your lost earnings. Now, understand this. Depending on your situation, sometimes I've seen uh, situations where somebody's in their 50s, 60s, and their asset base is more than large enough so that if they did die prematurely, their spouse would be fine. We just need to see where you are. But there's a lot more to doing this. So first of all, I would tell you that, you know, diabetes is something that depending on your situation, every carrier is going to view it differently. And certainly if there are steps that you can take to get it more under control, you know that's going to help you as well, but different products can be priced at different ways, and this is also a reason why sometimes it's very helpful to work with somebody who's not tied to just one carrier. Oh, we just worked with an individual not too long ago. He was healthy, but the difference between the the carrier he was previously working with, because the agent could only work with that one company, and us, there was a fifty percent difference in savings. So it's just simply because that other carrier, you know, that's all he, that he could offer. So. You know, what we're seeing here is that products very often get in the way of good planning. And what's important is that you put the plan first, that you have an objective analysis, and that product really be the secondary function. Too often I see people leading with the product, and they don't really understand how everything fits in. Now, to help all of our listeners with this approach, we've developed what we call the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. And the Retirement Rescue Toolkit is built around seven specific lessons – that we feel every retiree needs to know. So there's a book called Retirement Rescue. There's also an audio CD called Tax-Free Retirement. There's a couple of additional things. We're getting ready to issue a DVD. Um, And we also have a three-part online course that everyone who orders the toolkit gets. So if you're finding yourself in situations like these callers here or you're thinking about getting ready for retirement, learn before you start doing Learn the things that are out there, what your options are before you take irrevocable actions. To get a copy of the toolkit, it's free. It's very simple. If you if you got a smartphone right now, pull over, text the word retire to five 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 eight eight eight. Again, retire to triple five triple eight. Now when you do that you're going to get a response back from me there'll be a link click on the link and enter your information and then we'll get this toolkit out to you if you don't enter in your information i can't mail it to you it's as simple as that every week some people click you know they they'll, they'll go a text in but they don't fill it out fill it out you can call my office 844 quizdan, or go to quizdan.com click on the big green button that says quiz dan We'll get you the information as well. But The Retirement Rescue Toolkit has a lot of great information. There's a chapter all about Social Security and when is probably the right time to do it. And there's a great chapter in there about how to protect yourself, life insurance, long-term care, et cetera. So, folks, get this information. Too often I see people making irrevocable decisions, and then they regret it. Let's find out what the situation is first before we start you know, signing papers and, and plunging into an area and then having regrets later on.
1: Again, this is how you get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit. All you do is text the word RETIRE to the number 555-888. It's as simple as uh, just like when you text a friend. The number is 555-888, and in the message field, you just put the word RETIRE. Send that text, click on the link, fill out the information. It takes about 30 seconds to do all that, and the Retirement Rescue Toolkit will be on its way to you. If you don't have a smartphone, I'll remind you to pick up the phone and call instead. Uh, If you just have a landline or an old flip phone, no problem. You can call and request the toolkit. That number is 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326, simply 844-QUIZ-DAN. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle, and we'll continue to help put together the different pieces of your portfolio coming up next when we discuss some of the universal retirement truths we should all embrace.
0: That's straight ahead right here on Solving the Financial Puzzle with Dan Capril. Puzzles go by a lot of names. There are jigsaw puzzles, crosswords, brain teasers, brain bashers, brain twisters, brain knitters, knotters, and bogglers. You get the idea. It's kind of like financial planners and advisors. A lot of people call themselves a financial advisor, but there are often a lot of differences between these people. Some only sell insurance. Some are RIAs. Some can't sell stocks. Some are RFCs. The list goes on and on it can be difficult to know who's really a financial planner. That's why it's important that you know Dan Caprill is a Certified Financial Planner, or CFP for short. CFPs make a career-long commitment to meet the ever-changing needs of their clients. So forget all those other riddlers in the financial world and work with the best. Contact Dan Caprill at 844-784-9326. Call 844-QUIZ-DAN riddle me this (laughs) riddle me that who's afraid of retirement planning no one should go through financial anxiety keep listening to solving the financial puzzle and learn what it means to experience a more secure retirement this
1: is solving the financial puzzle with dan Capril, your local wealth coach here in the Cincinnati and Dayton area, and uh, serving you in all the surrounding communities as well. In fact, Dan has offices not only in Cincinnati, but in Beaver Creek and Northern Kentucky as well. He's a certified financial planner and the president of Matson & Capril. Find out all about his team by going to quizdan.com, that's quizdan.com, or by calling 844 844- Quiz Dan. Well, Dan, there are certain retirement planning principles that I think can probably apply to everybody, regardless of who you are, how much money you have, when you're retiring, where you live, and we could probably throw a couple of other caveats in there. And it's a little bit unusual because a lot of things in the financial world, you know, our main answer is it depends, it depends, it depends. But there are a few things out there that are universal. Pretty much, you're right. I mean, there are certain things that no
2: matter where you are, you're going to have to be thinking about. And we've given that a lot of thought because we get a lot of these questions about, you know, what should I do? And um, you're right. You know, it depends. It's not really a great answer. But even within these, though, there's going to be variances. So if we start off with, with the first one, you know, the number one concern that I hear people will say to me when they come to my office is that they're concerned they might run out of money in their lifetime because the days of your grandfather's pension are over. He used to work maybe for one or two companies. I realize I'm generalizing, but a lot of people would work for one or two companies their whole life. They would get a a pension. They'd get Social Security, and it would pay till they died. There wasn't anything to think about. Uh, You didn't have to worry about investing your money or anything like that. The money just came in. Now it's totally different. Most of us don't have those types of things. We have 401k plans, and it's all on us. So we could literally run out of money in our lifetime if we overspend it, if we invest it unwisely, et cetera. So the the key question is, do you know how much money that you could reasonably pull from your portfolio every year and not have a realistic chance of going broke? And there's a number of ways to answer that question. Um, Sadly, I see too often people taking what I call the easy way out. And I blame their advisors for this because what they'll do is they'll turn over all their money to an insurance company and in return, they'll get a guaranteed income stream for life, but it's a rather low income stream for life. And so you need to be a little bit careful. It's okay to have a certain component of your savings in a guaranteed function, but I've seen too many cases where it's all of it. So just have an understanding. Um, If your advisor says to you, well, as long as you make 7% every year, you're going to be fine. That is code for, I don't know what I'm doing, because right there, we know there's an issue because you're not going to make 7% every year. And when you have a negative year, you're going to have to sell more shares that year to get the money you need, and those extra shares that you sell will be gone. So the math during retirement is a lot different than during your accumulation stage. You can't do it on an Excel spreadsheet, and too often that's what I see. So the first thing is you need an income plan. It's gonna factor in things like social security and your other source of income. It uses a very conservative understanding of how long you're likely to live, meaning it's got you living at least to age 90. And it's factoring in taxes and it's, ta- and it's factoring in inflation. That analysis has to be done. Then you have to look at what could happen during your retirement. Look, we know we don't live forever, and we also know that there's an excellent chance we might get ill. So, therefore, we need to have a long-term care plan. You know, you reach age 65, there's about a 50% chance that you're going to need some help with custodial care. And chances are Medicare is not going to pay for it. Medicaid will pay for it, but you only get Medicaid when you have no money left. So, it's very important we understand this, particularly with a married couple. The third universal truth is that nobody can time the stock market. The stock market is unpredictable. It reacts to news. If news is unpredictable, so too are investment markets. And yet, there's an entire industry built on trying to have a crystal ball. I mean, every night, Jim Cramer goes on TV telling you what he thinks is going to happen. The reality is he has no idea. Because if he knew for certain, he would never tell you for free. So be mindful of that. We have a chapter in our book called There Is No Nostradamus. And the reason is, you know, we emphasize that is because mistake after mistake often get made by people trying to outthink the markets. You can't outthink the markets. Markets are going to move too quickly, too fast. Um, Nobel Prize after Nobel Prize has been awarded based on that principle that markets are efficient and the current price is the right price. And Unless you have information that nobody else has, you might as well go with the current price. Only new and unknowable information is going to drive the market. So be careful. These people who try to get you to pick stocks or time the market, etc., you know, they use fancy terms. Oh, we have these algorithms. Now, if you got a crystal ball, if you can give me next week's newspaper today, great. Otherwise, you're far better off buying and holding, rebalancing a broadly diversified portfolio made up of stocks and bonds, both you know, of companies both in the United States and abroad. And then the last one that we we're thinking about, the last universal truth, and this is one I, I talk about a lot on this show, is everybody needs a tax plan. Hmm. Because so many of us have our money sitting in these what I'd like to call taxed later accounts. 401Ks, IRAs, 403Bs. These things are essentially ticking tax time bombs simply because one, the tax is yet to be paid. And number two, if tax rates go up in the future, you'll be paying even more. Now I know right now the administration is talking about reducing taxes and I love that. But I also know the pendulum swings both ways over the course of your retirement. I mean, in my lifetime, I haven't added it up, but we've had just as many presidents who want to raise taxes as we've had presidents who want to lower taxes. So, you know, the longer you live, the the more different presidents you're going to have, thanks to term limits. The other thing to understand is we're in a real challenge here as a country when it comes to demographics. We are getting older and older as a society. Every day, it's estimated 10,000 people turn age 65. And it's been estimated that by 2030, almost one in five people will be age 65 and older. What's that mean? Well, that means they're not putting money into the system. They're not putting money into the Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid system. They're pulling money out. And I have some real serious concerns as a result of that. You're going to see taxes have to rise in order to meet this entitlement spending. If that means all your money sitting in 401Ks, 403Bs, IRAs, what's that going to mean to you? So you need to have a plan that hopefully reduces or maybe even gives you tax free retirement income. Wouldn't it be great if all your income was, you know, was was secure to where you didn't have to pay any taxes? Imagine not paying a dime of tax on your social security benefits. A lot of people are completely unaware that they have to pay tax on their social security benefits. Roughly one in three people pay tax on their benefits. And the government instituted that as a way to lower your benefits without actually lowering your benefits. Sure, the check is the same. But if you got to pay tax on it, you're really getting less. And If you're a married couple, with a retirement income in excess of 44000 as much as 85% of your benefit will be subject to taxation. Now, you can take steps during your working years to minimize that. That's why good planning is so important. Now, to make it a little easier on you to try to give you some of these insights, that's why we created for our listeners the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. And this is a box of great information. There's a book. There's an audio CD. There's a couple of reports. There's a three-part online course. All these things that we send out to our listeners at no cost to educate you on this issue and the other ones that I've just discussed. Get a copy of this. It's free. It's powerful information. Dozens of them fly out of this office every single week. So I know there's a good demand for it. and I know there's a good demand for the information that, that we provide. To get it, very simple. Tax the word retire to five 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 eight eight eight. Again, the word retire to 555 Now, when you do that, you're going to get a link back from me. Click on the link, enter your information. Got to have your information in or to mail you the kit. Now, if you don't have a smartphone, you can call my office. 844-QUIZ-DAN is the number. 844-QUIZ-DAN is the number. Or go to quizdan.com. All three ways you can get it. If you go to quizdan.com, there's a big green button that says Quiz Dan. Click on that. Tell us you want the toolkit. Send us your address. Boom. Out it'll go. We're not going to bug you. We're not going to call you or anything like that. We're just going to get you the information. If you want our help, you'll then call us. That's the way we do it here. All right? So, again, get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Great information to help you with these universal truths. We actually put it together seven lessons people know to rescue their retirement because there's all kinds of threats out there. 844-QUIZ-DAN or text the word RETIRE to 555-888.
1: Again, this is to get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit sent to you. Very easy to get your hands on it. All you have to do is text the word RETIRE to the number 555-888. Text RETIRE to 555 Click on the link that we'll send you and fill out the information. Only takes about 30 seconds to do that or if you want to make it even simpler, or maybe you don't have a smartphone and you just want to make a phone call to request this as well, you can just call 844-QUIZ-DAN. You'll get a voicemail and all you have to do is say, hey, I'd like to have the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. Uh, Dan's okay if you're actually you know, not even that polite about it. You can just say, hey, give me the toolkit. Here's my information. I promise you it won't bother or hurt Dan's feelings. You can make it that easy. Uh, so just call and say, give me the toolkit. Give your information, 844-QUIZ-DAN, and Dan will get the info out to you. That's 844 844- quiz dan or text the word retire to the number 555-888 much more coming up on today's show this is solving the financial puzzle with certified financial planner dan capril and there's more on the way
0: composer steven sondheim once said the nice thing about doing a crossword puzzle is you know there is a solution that's exactly how you can view the financial world you know there's a solution to the sometimes complex challenges facing you, especially when you plan for retirement. And if you need some help finding the right answers, then keep listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle with Dan Caprill. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle, the show that helps you learn about the
1: ins and outs of the financial world and helps you put together those different pieces of your retirement plan and of your financial plan into something that's more coherent, something that makes sense, uh, something that will work for you, but that you can also understand Quizdan.com is the place to go to find out information about Dan Capril. He is your local wealth coach here on the show, certified financial planner at Matson & Capril. Again, quizdan.com, the place to go online for more information. You can come into one of the offices in Cincinnati, Beaver Creek, or even in northern Kentucky. And, of course, you can always call 844-QUIZ-DAN to get in touch. That's 844 844- quiz, Dan. Well, Dan, I know that you work with a lot of clients who have lost their spouse and yeah. end up coming to you for help and being sure that they're going to be in good shape financially. But uh, I know there's going to be some different issues depending on mm-hmm. who you meet with, what the situation is. Give us kind of a breakdown of what are some of the problems that you see people going through in these situations.
2: Yeah, there's a few of them. I mean, it's always a tough time, and I, I there's no question this is really where we prove our value, I think, than in, in, in any other time, is when somebody is in this emotional crisis that's inevitable. I mean, we're all going to be there. And ideally, it's, it, it works best, obviously, if we've been working with them when they're both alive, rather than just suddenly now someone comes to us as a widow or widower and, and has all these issues. One of the biggest problems we have is that very often the surviving spouse has been left out of the picture as it relates to financial issues. So he or she is essentially, for lack of a better term, clueless and is really uncertain because their spouse took care of all those things, and there was never a team approach taken to it. You know, One spouse might have ran the household expenses, but the other one was in charge of all the bigger financial picture. So that is a real issue. And, and if, if the person is still relatively young, and sadly we've had some you know, people dying in their 40s and 50s, it just happens. The first thing we obviously have to address is what we call the income gap. The fact that if this person was working that they no longer have that income source. And so that's going to create a major issue that they're going to have to work with. So, you know, again, as I always tell people, you know, listen, don't wait for the crisis to do the planning. Do the planning now so that when the crisis happens, and it's going to happen. You know, there's there's a chapter in our book called It's Going to End Badly. I mean, that's just the way life is. And if you take the necessary steps beforehand, if the primary income earner is now gone, I've actually seen situations where the spouse could actually enhance his or her standard of living largely because the income has been fully replaced and there's one less person spending money.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's interesting to see just kind of those different moving pieces and elements that, you know, some people have and others won't have particular problems. But you then have that, that income gap. How do you solve yeah. that particular problem?
2: Yeah. Well, obviously, life insurance is probably the best way to do it simply because the benefits that you receive from life insurance are income tax free. So you keep everything that you're going you know, to have. And at that point, then you just have to decide what to do with that money, how to invest it. Often there are pension options that you'll have if your spouse was still working, then there's an ability to elect to start receiving their pension sometimes early. Um, One of the big decisions, particularly when you are still alive for you and your spouse, is if you do have a pension, which option to take? Do I take the option that's based that the highest payout option, which is based on the life of the worker? Or do I take the option that um, pays when we both are alive. And usually I recommend that approach unless there's a major age difference between the two. Uh, And the simple reason is because you want to make sure, obviously, that you you don't have to guess who's going to die first. But life insurance is probably the most effective tool for deciding, you know, how do I replace this income? Uh, Because you 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 can get the present value of future earnings. In fact, a lot of times people ask me, how much life insurance should I have? And that is my answer. You should have the present value of your future earnings. You should have an amount of money that if you invested it today at a reasonable rate of return, it would reproduce all of the income you're expected to earn from work between now and your planned retirement age. So in most cases, that's a much higher number than most people think about. Most people will think about, now maybe two or three times earnings. Well, that means two or three years times income. That's not going to work. You might need something like 15 times your earnings. Because that amount of money then invested could reproduce that income stream for a number of years. It just depends largely on your age. But that's usually how we're going to fill the gap. Um, What we're going to try to do is utilize the savings that are available to you uh, so that you can replace that income without having to create a situation where your spouse could run out of money. You can never have too much, but you can definitely have too little. And there's nothing more disturbing than to tell a spouse that he or she either has to go back to work or has to downsize their, their life, whatever the case might be. But you know, we often have to do that largely because the proper steps weren't taken going in.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, so important to talk about these topics, even though they're not the most fun to have when you're in the room and and discussing these kinds of things, they need to be on the table. And I think we all know that on the inside. Uh, sure. Once we know, Dan, that the remaining spouse is going to be taken care of, we can kind of start focusing, I guess, on taking care of other family members, looking at the kids and the grandkids. Are there common mistakes that you see people make on that front?
2: Well, one of the biggest mistakes, actually, in, in, in my opinion, is that there is this too strong a desire to take care of the kids or take care of the grandkids. I mean, I've seen situations where as one spouse passes away, there's a strong desire to give the the kids and grandkids money immediately. When in truth, mom or dad still needs the money. And once that money is given away, it's usually spent. So first of all, let's be absolutely certain. Um, The other thing is to understand that depending on what assets are given can have taxable implications. IRAs, for example, if you're going to leave your IRAs to your kids, They're going to have to start drawing money out of that right away, well, the year after they've received it. So there's going to be some taxes that that are there. The other thing, be very mindful of your beneficiary designations. Every year, I read an article about someone who passed away and thought his will was in order, and it was, but unfortunately, his beneficiary designation sent the money to a different person than his will intended it to go to. Your beneficiary designation takes precedent over your will. So in this case, I often see it's usually um, the first wife is still listed as the beneficiary on the 401k plan. The will says, give it all to my second wife. But because the beneficiary designation says the first wife, the first wife gets the money. So these are some of the things that tend to get overlooked largely because people aren't really sure exactly how to do it. We really want to make sure those things are clear. I tell my clients all the time, I said, listen when you get to a point in your life where you think your health is failing you, please call me. You know, we need to do a review. I know it sounds morbid and we do reviews continuously. So I'm very confident that our clients can (laughs) die at will and we're going to be okay. (laughs) But still, you know, we we lost a client last year and he, it was amazing because that was his mindset. He was going in for difficult surgery. He knew it. He looked great by the way. It was, it was such a, shattering thing when it happened but came in to see me and said look just want to make sure i'm 80 years old and you know they're gonna crack my chest and let's just make sure everything's in, in place that my wife will be fine i said yeah i mean he'd been with us for years and i said you know i'll um, i'll come visit you next week and unfortunately i didn't get that opportunity just uh-huh. didn't happen that way so yeah we need to understand that just what's in the will isn't necessarily going to match what's in the beneficiaries
1: yeah it, that's a an impactful story, and and one that unfortunately happens all too often. But it's good that the planning is in place, and much better than the alternative, no doubt about it. Uh, we do, whenever we talk about this topic, Dan, get a lot of questions about trusts and whether or not they're a good idea for preserving family wealth. What's your take on trusts and how they play into the equation?
2: Well, you know, the important thing. Let's first understand what is meant by a trust. Okay, a trust is a a box, if you will, if you could think of it that way. It's a box in which I the own, I own the box, but the things that I put in the box are owned by the box. So, for example, I could put my house inside of it. I could put my car inside of it. Technically, I own the box, but the box owns the contents. Now, the reason that distinction is important is because upon my death, those assets inside the box do not pass via my will. They don't go through the probate court system they pass immediately to my heirs in the manner in which I want them to be passed. So, for example, in my case, I have a 22-year-old son. Great kid. I say that with all humility. Wonderful kid. But if he was to inherit our entire net worth at age 22, I'm not confident he would necessarily make the best decisions. So, in my estate plan, or my, my wife's estate plan, Beth, What happens is that our trust will pay the money out to him over a number of years. He'll get a third immediately. He'll get another third when he turns 30, and he'll get another third when he turns 35. The trust allows us to do that. If I was just relying upon beneficiary designations or a will, he would get all of the assets immediately. Now, there are cases also where families will have a child of special needs. It doesn't make sense to leave them all that money. Or maybe you have a situation where a family has three children and two are very responsible with money and one is not. Well, it does make sense then to maybe control how the less responsible person receives the money. So all of these measures can be done with a trust. Now, you can leave money immediately and avoid probate a number of different ways. But if you're looking to put some type of a control on it, if you want to make sure that there's some type of supervision, yeah, then the trust works very well. In the end, what we're trying to do is we're trying to avoid probate and, where necessary, apply restrictions to the money. And these are some of the things that, again, tend to get overlooked. And, you know, when you die, there's no putting the, t- the, the toothpaste back in the tube. You can't get it done. These are some, of the, again, the problems that come up that we wrote about in our book Retirement rescue. What are the issues that you need to rescue your retirement from? And improper estate planning is another one that, that crops up, along with some of the others that we've mentioned, the income gap, et cetera. So take some time, listeners, learn about these concepts. And what we've done to help you is we've created what we call the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. And this is a toolkit full of information book, there's a CD, there's soon to be a DVD that we'll be sending out, there's a three part online course great information that you can get designed to assist you in in making sure that you've thought through all of those uncertainties as it relates to retirement. So to get a copy of it, very easy, text the word retire to 555-888. Again, the word retire to 555-888. When you do that, you're going to get a link. Click the link and then go ahead and enter in your information and we're going to get it out to you right away. So that's one way you can do it. You can also give my office a call, 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-QUIZ-DAN. Leave a message. We'll get in touch or just let us know where to send it. Be sure to leave us your email address because the online course is via email. Or the last way, of course, is you can go to quizdan.com. If you go to quizdan.com, be sure to click on the button that says Quiz Dan and we'll get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit out to you then. number of different ways to get it. Great information.
1: Great information to address these types of issues. Again, that's for the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. A quick recap of the ways to get a toolkit of your own is to text the word retire to the number 555-888. In the message field, just put in the word retire, and then the number to text is 555-888. If you don't have a smartphone, you can just call and request the toolkit as well, 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844 quizdan is the number that's 844-784-9326 or as dan mentioned as well you can go to quizdan.com and click on the button that says quizdan that's how you get the retirement rescue toolkit more to come on today's show tales from the tax side coming up next another great story from the tax world is that refund check that you get at the uh, end of tax time really a good thing we'll talk about it coming up right here on solving the financial puzzle with dan caprini
0: It's okay to admit it. Sometimes you need a little help solving the crossword puzzle in the paper, like 44 across. Something is rotten in Denmark. If you've never heard that phrase or read Hamlet, you'd be lost. So you might ask the person next to you in the waiting room, another passenger in the car, or even turn to Google. Eventually, you'd learn that it's another way of saying something smells fishy, or as the actual answer puts it, I smell a rat. We all need a little help solving puzzles from time to time, and it's no different in the financial world. That's why Certified Financial Planner Dan Caprill is here to help you solve the financial puzzle in your life. Turn to him and ask the questions that bog you down. Tell him about how you're struggling to go from point A to point B in your planning process, and he'll help you figure it all out. Just call 844-784-9326. 844 Quiz Dan. To get started today, don't be afraid to ask for help solving the financial puzzle. 844 784 9326. That's 844 784 9326. Or 844 Quiz Dan. We know you did it. Lurking in the shadows and hiding in every investable asset. There is no escaping from
1: Tails. From the Tax Side with Dan Capril. Well, this is that part of the show where we tell you usually a great tax story or give you some great tax information and try to apply it to your everyday life, even when we're covering the outlandish. Although I think we're going to be pretty grounded in everyday life for the most part yeah, today, right, much.
2: Dan? Well, pretty much. But I'm going to talk about one of my pet peeves, okay. all right? Yeah, one my of, wife will one ta- of the many. Yeah, my <laughs> wife would tell you I have several. And I do. I do have several, but um, sometimes I feel like I'm in a Seinfeld show. But when it comes to personal finance, one of my biggest pet peeves is people who not only get tax refunds, but they're happy about it. Now, believe it or not, 70% of all filers get a refund. Isn't that amazing? And the average refund is $2,840. Now, you may think to yourself, well, what's wrong with that? Well, folks, let's think about this. What's a refund? It's a payment back of the taxes you overpaid. Now, do you get interest with that overpayment? Of course not. So what have you done? You have essentially made a interest-free loan to the government. Crazy. Now, I've heard people say, well, that's like my savings account. Fine, then set up a savings account, earn some interest. I realize interest doesn't pay a lot now. But there's other vehicles that you could put into. So, you know, first of all, you know, I, I joke with people. I always say, you know what? If you want to make interest-free loans, you can, why don't you make one to me? I'll hold on to your money for a year, and then I'll give it back to you. Now, seriously, though. <laughs> um, we, you know, this is, this is ludicrous, people, that you're getting refunds. Now, if it's because you're not certain how to do the W-4, there's online calculators. They'll get it down to the penny for you. Pretty close, right? If you give the right information. If your information changes, it, it, it might be wrong. But this idea that, that we're getting huge refunds, all okay, right, so that's a real problem. Now, I know that people are going to continue to get refunds. I get that. I can say it till I'm blue in the face. I even had one client just you know, vehemently argue with me. No, that's our, that's our vacation fund. I said, well, just set aside the money every month. Have the money come back to you. But anyway. So there's going to be people that are just going to be insistent upon it. They're going to love refunds. All right. So the next question is what do you do with the money? Well, I'm not going to tell you to just go spend it obviously, because to me, this is money you never had. And quite frankly, you probably weren't even expecting to have, we shouldn't have been expecting to have. So what should you do with it? Well, let me give you some suggestions. Number one, if you have any debt credit card debt, that should be priority number one, because credit card debt is probably costing you anywhere from 10 to 20% a year in interest. Pay that down, use the refund for that. Another great thing that you could do with it is you could use the money to fund a Roth IRA if you're eligible. You know, we talk a lot about this show about having tax-free money during retirement. Well, a Roth account is a truly a tax-free account. All the growth associated with the Roth, you don't pay tax on it if you wait to 59 and a half. And secondly, the income from there does not affect the taxation of your social security benefits. So it's a great vehicle to have. You put after-tax money in, and it grows essentially tax-free if you follow the rules correctly. So that's a great idea for it. Another thing that you could do is you could use that refund to pay the tax and convert some existing IRAs over to a Roth. If you convert an existing IRA where you haven't paid the tax on it yet to a Roth, you will report it as income for that year. So if I've got $3,000, I might be able to convert $15,000, depending on my tax bracket. If I get a $3,000 refund, I may be able to convert $15,000 of my IRA to a Roth. And from that point on, whatever that money grows to, it can be tax-free. Don't just waste it, folks. You've got this opportunity. Now, again, what I'd rather you do is redo your W 4 keep the money, and start building your net worth that way. But if for whatever reason you you want the refund, fine. Let's just make sure you're doing it correctly. Now, we have some great ideas for that in our book, Retirement Rescue, that I love to give all of our listeners. It's part of our Retirement Rescue Toolkit, and it's a package full of information, book, CD, online course, free reports, etc., that we give our listeners out every single week. Get a copy of this because this is going to address some of those things. What can I do? What can I do with this money? How's the best way for it? What are the strategies that I can do? You know, again, try your best to, to avoid making interest-free loans, but if you've already made one and you're getting the money back, let's do something positive with it. Now, the way you get it, it's very simple. You can either text the word retire to 555-888. Again, the word retire to 555 When you do that, you're going to get a link back from me. You have to click it, and you have to enter information so we can mail the toolkit out to you or you can call my office, call it right now, 844-QUIZDAN, leave a message, give us your address and your email address, and we'll get that in the online course out to you. Or go to quizdan.com, click on the big green button that says Quiz Dan. Lots of ways to get it, but folks, remember, there's nothing good about a tax refund. Tax refund means you overpaid your taxes. You let them keep your money longer. So let's first make the necessary steps, and then if we're gonna get a refund, Let's do something right with it. Let's not waste it. Let's put that money to good use. Let's convert some IRA money over. Let's pay down some debt. Let's build up our portfolio. Let's fund a Roth. You got opportunities here to build your future. Let's do that. So, you know, we say 70% of people get a refund. This is scary. 70% of all retirees live only on Social Security. I always wonder if it's that 30% who are wise enough not to get refunds or also the ones who still have money when they retire mm. interesting i'll bet it's pretty close i'll bet it, you know if we were to do a study it'd be pretty close so again get the retirement rescue toolkit text the word retire to 555-888 do it right now don't waste time if you're driving pull the car over simple little text Word retire retired to 555-888 or call our office quizdan dan uh quiz dan or go to quizdan.com
1: That's to get the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. All you have to do is send that text message to 555-888. In the message field, you just put the word retire. That's it. No other letters or numbers or anything like that. Just simply the word retire to 555-888. Capitalization, by the way, doesn't matter, so feel free to have a capital R or low ca- lowercase r. doesn't matter. Retire. Text that word to 555-888. Click on the link and fill out the info, and you'll get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit in the mail. If you don't have a smartphone, then the whole link thing obviously is not going to work, so if you're on a landline or a flip phone, something like that, you can pick up the phone and call Dan and his team At 844-QUIZ-DAN, 844-784-9326. Again, that's 844-QUIZ-DAN. And just make your request on the voicemail. Very easy. You don't have to talk to a live person right now or anything like that. You can just leave the voicemail nice and easy for you to get that. Retirement Rescue Toolkit. You've been listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle today with certified financial planner Dan Caprile, your local wealth coach, right here in the area. And if you want to get that Retirement Rescue Toolkit, again, just text the word RETIRE to 555 888 or pick up the phone and call Dan at 844 dan That's 844 784 9326. And we'll be sure to get that toolkit in the mail to you. Well, Dan, that about wraps things up for us on today's show. But any parting thoughts for the listeners in terms of, you know, we're here at kind of a quarter of the way through the year. Well, not quite, but almost there already. Uh, any things that people should be thinking about as we do head into that final tax time and uh, looking forward to the rest of the year?
2: Yeah, let me, let me just emphasize this. You know, this has been a crazy, crazy year. I think we can all agree with that. I mean, in some ways, I'm loving the craziness. I really am, because I love it when things get shaken up. But sometimes when things get a little crazy, we can kind of lose sight on what is more likely to happen, Uh, fear can get in place, et cetera. And I've seen it. Just the other day, there was was an excerpt about, they were showing all these people who were predicting the market was going to crash if Donald Trump won the election. I mean, one right after the other. I mean, you talk about fake news. That's fake news. So folks, just do this. Ground yourself in reality. Remember that as more things are supposed to change, they, or they almost always stay the same. The solid principles that we've shared with you on this show, week in and week out, work. Rely upon them. And if you're not sure what those are, again, get the toolkit. The toolkit lays it all out for you. It's good, solid information that can lay it out. But don't let the noise get in the way. Don't let the noise motivate you with fear. greed or whatever the case might be enjoy it actually as a as a tv show because that's largely what we're seeing Mm -hmm. out there and just understand life will go on just fine i can you know people forget but the hysteria that we're seeing today particularly in the media was every bit as bad in the 1980s when ronald reagan took over and he even had an assassination attempt on It's much saner today than people realize. It's just we always live in the moment. So let's be focused on that. Let's follow these true principles. You're going to be fine. Again, if you want to get a copy of the toolkit, don't forget. Text the word retire 555-888. We'll get it out to you. But just take a deep breath. And remember, normalcy usually does prevail. And I'm pretty confident it will here too.
1: Wise words, and again, if you want that retirement rescue toolkit, text the word retire to 555-888 or pick up the phone and call Dan at 844-QUIZ-DAN Dan, that's it for this week's show. Thanks as always for your help and we'll look forward to another one next week Have a great week, everybody That's Dan Capril, your local wealth coach here in the area certified financial planner at Mattson & Capril Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time on Solving the Financial Puzzle